The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1356. Today, fun with Roseanne Finn and Poe, for that matter, too. And maybe even a little bit about Maz Kanata. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith. And you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Ripple Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So today we are continuing our series of deep dives into the last Jedi novelization by Jason Fry, picking out all these little tidbits and details and things that would otherwise enhance your viewing of The Last Jedi when you actually watch the video version thereof. But all of these little extra things that flesh out the story that are in The Last Jedi novelization, these are the kind of things that I want to share here with you. And today we're going to be talking about Rose and Poe and Finn and the interactions that the three of them have before Rose and Finn head off to Canto Bight. Now, most of what you saw in the movie is what the experience is like in the last Jedi novelization. However, there are a couple of key facts that are not included in the movie. For example, the fact that Rose is the one to figure out exactly how the tracking through hyperspace works. She's the one who comes up with the possibility of a static hyperspace field generator, which is exactly what's referenced in, ah, shucks, it's either the incredible cross-sections of the visual dictionary. I think it might be in both of them, actually. That's the manner of the technology that the First Order uses to be able to track the resistance through hyperspace and find out exactly where they are, and then by extension, why they can't jump to hyperspace just to avoid the First Order and what they would actually have to do in order to be able to escape from them once and for all. And I have to say, one of the things that bugged me a little bit about Finn in The Last Jedi was that scene where he and Rose are there to explain the plan to Poe, and Finn keeps interrupting her and telling Poe what the plan is going to be, like it was his plan. And in the novelization, Rose actually steps up for herself and says at one point, somehow it got lost in all of this, that I was the one that came up with this plan. And I was very pleased that Jason Fry included that. Now, I know that Jason has actually worked on stuff for both Paige and coming soon, Rose Tico, in other media. But the fact that he has taken a shine to those two particular characters, I think, comes through in the fact that he stands up for Rose in a way by giving her that extra bit of agency in the novelization. And yeah, I'm very happy about that because, yeah, that really rubbed me me the wrong way in the movie. And it's an especially bad look for Finn when you consider the fact that he had to convince Rose to make him part of this plan when she was dragging him on that little uh, cart (laughs) to bring him to the brig and throw him in there for desertion. Like, he had to convince her to say, no, 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 please don't make me part of this plan. Like we have to do this together. And she said that she was just going to file the plan with Poe 
and let him decide what he was going to do with it. But he had to beg Rose to make him part of it and not throw him in the brig. And she just kind of said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it. And so brought him along and he rewarded her by running roughshod over her in the meeting with Poe. So yeah, not a fan of Finn's over that whole situation. And speaking of convincing, Finn has to be convinced very aggressively by both Poe and Rose to leave the beacon at the Resistance fleet with Poe. You know, the beacon that is supposed to tell Rey where to find the Resistance so she can come back. I mean, he is trying to get it away from the Resistance because he thinks he's trying to keep her safe. And what she's really supposed to be doing is bringing back Luke Skywalker. And Poe has to remind him, hey... If she's trying to bring Luke back, then it's not going to do any good if Luke and Ray show up on Cantonica. You know, the fleet needs them back at the Resistance fleet. So he reluctantly gives up the beacon. But, yeah, again, not making the best decisions. And Rose is actually getting a little sick of the whole Ray business because Finn is talking about her a lot. And you get a little bit of the narrative and the thought process going on inside Rose's head. And she's kind of sick and tired of Finn talking about this Ray person all the time. So that adds a bit of complexity to Rose's character because first she's starstruck by Finn and then she's kind of disgusted with him because he's trying to escape and become a deserter to then him wanting to volunteer to work on this plan. But then again, he seems to be all hung up over this gal Ray that she has no idea who that is. And so, yeah, she's trying to figure out what is going on with Finn and also what her place in this whole thing is. So... I do think that Jason Fry's, oh, how shall I put it? His affinity for Rose is definitely shining through in this point, and she's becoming a very interesting character. Not that she wasn't in The Last Jedi, but she's definitely getting more depth and complexity in the novelization. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk Maz Kanata for a little bit here. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 1138 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book 2. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. So the Maz Kanata scene in the novelization happens more or less as you saw it in the movie, except that there is a lot more ruminating in Maz's head in the novelization as she's thinking about Rose being somebody who she hasn't met yet and would like to look into her eyes someday. You know how Maz has a thing about eyes, of course. And in addition to waxing rhapsodic about the Master Codebreaker and all his amazing skills, she also takes a moment to realize that she likes the set of Poe's jaw. So she's kind of looking at him and going, hmm, he's kind of <laughs> handsome too. So yeah, Maz is definitely on the make <laughs> for sure. And she does point out that the Master Codebreaker is sympathetic to the Resistance. I don't believe that she said that outright in the movie itself, but as 
for all the things that he does and does so well, she actually says that he's only the second best smuggler she's ever met. And she doesn't say who the first best smuggler is, but you kind of got to imagine that's Han Solo, I would think. And if you disagree with me and you think there's another best smuggler that she might be referring to, well, then let me know at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. That is going to do it for today's episode. So thank you, as always, for listening. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!